Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The old spoof church sign declares its preaching plan for the coming Sunday. This morning, Jesus walks on water. This evening, searching for Jesus. <laughs> Two separate sermons linked together in one way, in a comic sense, which if the sign was real, was probably not intentional. Not particularly related to Easter, but in some sense, actually they are. Jesus walks on water, a miracle, a revelation of who Jesus is. Something which those who crucified Jesus could not accept. And when Jesus was laid in the tomb, even the disciples, no doubt, were wondering whether it had all been a lie or a misunderstanding. And then, searching for Jesus. It's early morning. Some of us know about early morning, having been up at um, Capel St Gladys earlier today. Mary Magdalene goes to Jesus' tomb and discovers the tomb is empty. Something has happened. Where is he? Panic. She goes and tells Simon, Peter and John. Then they rush back to the tomb. John arrives first but can't bear to look inside. It shouldn't be open. What's happened? What's going on? Mary was telling the truth. How could she be? Well, yeah, what's happened for her to be telling us this? She's a woman. How can she tell us anything, they're thinking. Simon Peter catches up and he has the courage to go inside. It's empty. Apart from two linen wrappings, one of which might just be the Turin Shroud. When they see this, they realise that Jesus has risen. They believe. And so what's their response to realising that he's risen? They go home. What a strange thing to do. They don't tell people. They just, oh, OK, fair enough. He's risen. Right. Back home for a cup of tea and breakfast now. <laughs> Mary, on the other hand, hangs around in shock. She looks in. She sees angels telling her that Jesus is risen. She turns back and sees someone not recognising that it is Jesus. And then Jesus says quite simply, Mary, calling her by name. At which point she recognises him. In some ways, maybe it's similar to the encounter on the road to Emmaus when Jesus is suddenly revealed to his disciples. Of course, that is after he has already revealed himself to Mary. Don't hold on to me, says Jesus. I'm ascending to my father and your father. But go and tell the others. Think back a little while. Jesus declares, you are Peter on this rock. I will build my church. Simon Peter was at the tomb, arriving third. Mary was first. 
Then she went off and John beat Simon Peter there. He arrived and he went home again. It was left to Mary, the first to arrive, the one who didn't run away again, to actually see the risen Jesus first. Not one of the twelve, also a woman, someone whose testimony wouldn't particularly be trusted. Maybe the two are related, why it was Mary Magdalene rather than anyone else who was the first witness to the resurrection. She is the first. And she, no one else, is given the job of being the first apostle. Or even the apostles to the apostles. Sent out by Jesus to declare that he has risen. She is the first witness. She is the first messenger letting other people know this wonderful, miraculous news. During Eastertide, each Sunday we hear a reading from the Acts of the Apostles, from the, an account of the early church. Today we hear Peter, who had of course heard second-hand from Mary that Jesus was risen, declaring, preaching, that God shows no partiality, that Jesus' resurrection, that salvation is for all people, even those who, like Peter, have denied him. And Peter goes on, explaining how news of the resurrection spread like wildfire in the early church, from Mary Magdalene to the Twelve, and to so many others, as the Holy Spirit came down to anoint them, equipping them for ministry. We are witnesses, we hear. Those who killed Jesus thought that they had won. But God has won the victory because the powers of death and hell have been defeated through Jesus' resurrection. It is an amazing testimony and one that has continued journeying around the world for the last nearly 2,000 years up until this point and a testimony which will continue going around the world after us. It's gone around because it was not something to be kept private and personal to the Twelve, some hidden secret they could enjoy without needing to let others know. Rather, it was something to be shared, to spread, because salvation through Jesus is for all people, not a select few. All people, no matter what they've done, no matter what their background, no matter anything at all, it is for them. They and we have been charged to preach the gospel and to testify that Jesus is the Messiah. And because he is the Messiah, our sins are forgiven through him. Not through anything that we do, not through our, us earning salvation, earning forgiveness, but through Jesus, through the cross, through the resurrection.
Peter was certainly transformed by the Holy Spirit. From someone denying Jesus, then running away from the empty tomb, into someone preaching like this. A complete turnaround. But first, Peter received testimony from Mary Magdalene that Jesus truly has risen. Because yet again, we see an example of God using an unexpected person or situation in an amazing way. In this case, the testimony of a woman. The baton was passed on. The baton is now passed on to us here in Bargoid in 2022. Jesus is truly risen and we must play our part in declaring it to the world. But we must remember it is not just the educated who can do this, nor is it just the respectable or prominent members of the community. Like Mary, we are all called to do this. Those of us gathered here today and those outside the church too who hear something of Jesus. Because we do it not in our own strength, but anointed by the Holy Spirit. In the Acts of the Apostles, we see incredible growth in faith as people come to hear about and believe in Jesus and his resurrection. The church grows in numbers in ways we simply cannot imagine. Wouldn't it be wonderful if God could use us here in Bargoid in a similar way and see a revival of people coming to know Jesus for the first time and see a revival of people coming back to Jesus who have drifted away? More people believing in the resurrection, more people being transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit and having everything made new. It happened in Acts of the Apostles. We've seen revivals happen throughout the last 2,000 years. And it could happen again, even here, if we are only open to God doing new and amazing things, if we are willing to take the risks to see how God is calling us to live and move and have our being. Who's with me in seeing what God has in store now and onwards? Scary, isn't it? But we're not doing it on our own strength. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.